Support for On the Range Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Go to manscaped.com and use promo code OTR20 for 20% off and free worldwide shipping. the family going through that you know he had battled uh, his illness which I'm sure you'll talk about real quick for those who are new to the show and uh, it was also a neat time shortly thereafter his passing to everybody coming out of the work talking about their experience with Aduco and I was lucky enough to spend some time with him and his celebrity was unbelievable you know, he'd show up to events man the freaking <laughs> excitement would go up to an 11 <laughs> hey man what we learned today oh we're learning all kinds of stuff hey where's the dog man you know <laughs> Dude, that, that was it, man. It was always, hey, oh, where's God. the dog at? Yeah. And, you know, I made the mistake early on bringing him to a couple events, right? And, man, <laughs> nobody wanted to do nothing. It's like, hey, yeah. man, let's go mess with the dog. Hey, what can the dog do? Didn't I'm like, something? dude, we're, we're here to train, you know? It's like, nope. Yeah. Um. No, so then it was, I mean, on, on some of the local stuff, yeah, it was easy. Slap him in the truck, you know, go for a truck ride. Too easy, right? Uh, you start flying cross country. Now you're hauling gun boxes. Yeah. Now you want to start hauling the dog. It's like, yeah, dude, it's not the most uh, advantageous thing to do. But yeah, man, he was just, uh, he, he was such a big part of our lives. You know, it's, um, hate to use the old selfish plug, but you know, the, the warhog.com, we got a whole uh, about section in honor of Duco mm-hmm. kind of lays out all that stuff there. Yeah. Um, sure. You know, the, the hardest thing I think for me is it's one of those that, you know, some people go, well, you know, it's just a dog. What's it matter? And, you know, got it. But it's the it's the bond that's formed on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, you expect your mates to save your life. Well, Duco is part of our, you know, pack and he is a mate. But it's like, dude, nobody ever thinks about that added step, man. Hey, I'm on this planet today because of that dog. And I think mm-hmm. that's where a lot of the, the emotions roll in. Um, I mean his assault vest is if I get my finger going right, boom, you know, still hanging, still hanging right there. Um, the one, the only, right. But, uh, that's the part. I mean, some guys get it and some guys will never understand it. You know, Hey, sorry for the loss of your dog. Eh. It's like, dude, it, it's part of my soul. That's gone. Right. He was that much of a part of me. Uh, he, you know, he was basically an extension of me on the battlefield and it's just, for those of you that that haven't gone to combat, and I'm not saying anything bad, but it's just the relationships form there between men, and then obviously with the GWAT with beasts, because I think the only beasts we had over there were some camels that were trying to like spit at us or something. <laughs> but um, anyway, it, it's just it, that's the dynamic of that. And then just to watch his transformation from retirement, you know, us retiring together, coming to the house, um. You know, mama being kind of, oh, I've got this dog that I kind of know what he's done or what he's capable of. And I don't know if I kind of want him at the house. And the next, you know, they're best of buddies. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was just a, and, and it's not just a day, you know. So a lot of people think similar to uh, Memorial Day. Hey, man, it's this day. Dude, for some of us, it's every single day. And how you deal with grief and how you mourn and and all that other stuff, um, everyone's going to go on their own figure out their own paths to take. Uh, 
but I will tell you this. Uh, if you just sit there and let it fester or don't do anything with it, super unhealthy. You've got to figure out what your process is. And, you know, you think about Joe Andres, who was killed uh, December 24, 2005. Joe is my Achilles heel for the longest time. I didn't mm -hmm. mourn for Joe for God, man. Um, what, almost 12, 13 years or something crazy till I retired? And that's what people got to understand. I mean, it's not, I got it. You do it for survival, you know, as a Joe, but man, it, it is not a good thing to do. So figure out whatever that grief mourning process is and it, it's healthy to do and understand you're going to have ebbs and flows. You know, it's just not, I, I thank everybody out there, you know, July 5th. Hey man, how you doing? Uh, crappy, you know? Um, I did crappy three days ago. You know, I mean, I could be crappy a week down the road. I mean, it just, it hits you in ebbs and flows. So, um, yeah, it's just the, the grief cycle, but here's the thing. And Pat Mack, I mean, my man's got some sound words, right? And, um, you know, I spoke to Pat shortly after I lost Duco and he was like, Hey man, that dog lived and he lived a great life. And it was kind of one of those pimp slaps to the face. It's like, yeah, man, you're right. He did. So, you know, that's where you got to kind of shift gears and go, yeah, it's, you're sad for the loss, but then it's like this whole in honor of Duco project, the whole in honor of Duco, right. you know, loop leash, um, canine product line. I mean, there's so much more to it. I mean, you look at explosive apparel design and their hat, you know, the black beard mm -hmm. friend in honor of Duco series. I mean, I got the flag from right there, you know, that, um, did um did Ricky Harris do that for you? No, Sonny Sonny up at uh Clinton, Connecticut PD. Okay. Uh, okay. sent me that one. So the one that's up there, the the bone one. Um Ricky oh, Harris. Yeah, that's did badass that one. too. Yeah. You know, so I mean there's just such an outpouring. I mean, you got Teutonic Distillery and the the In Honor Duco um maple flavor bourbon. I mean, there's there was just so much support, and that's the part that yeah, us doing our video with uh with five eleven, <laughs> him him retrieving a rifle. Um, but I mean that's how much of a stellar dog he was. But the the support and the outpouring post his loss was just absolutely um incredible, man. And that's the mm -hmm. part that you know, really people show their true colors. It's like, hey man, what can we do to support? What can we do to help? Um, hey man, I was doing this, you know, the whole in honor or uh, the whole uh, Blackbeard and Friends. I was in the process of doing this, but man, I'd like to do that in honor of Duke. It's like, yeah, you know, thank you. The terminal list. Fantastic. It's definitely a thriller based on the series written by our friend, Jack Carr, former Navy seal, fabulous, fabulous human being, just absolutely unbelievable. Great author, great storyteller. Now, the series is starring Chris Patton, and I'm going to talk about the cast a little bit later, but I want to talk about the story, and I'm not going to give you any spoilers here, so you, no, no problem. If you're planning on watching it, I've read several of the Terminalist books. I'm still working on the whole series up to date that Jack Carr wrote, and I got to tell you, his storytelling is phenomenal, and it is translates really well to screen. Sometimes you, you, if you've read a book and then you go watch the movie and you're totally disappointed because, you know, the difference between telling a story on film than in the descriptive 
narrative of an author is, is not that easy, but they've done a great job. The production is unbelievable. It's really well done. And, you know, Jack being a former uh, naval special warfare guy, I'm sure he had tons of input. He's also the kind of guy that would ask for help. How can I tell this story better? How can we help the production still tell the story better? But, you know, there were some things that had to be changed from the book to the to the screen. But, man, it really went well. And it is a riveting, riveting, just holds you into it, makes you want to, wanting more and more. And I hope Amazon continues to roll with it. And he kind of goes straight for him. And I'm like, yeah, dude, it, what what's wrong with people, man? that yeah we have we have some footage of this what rick's talking about um our good friend ross patterson over at uh, drinking bros podcast he put it up on his twitter feed let's go ahead and take a look at this but yeah yeah man there's joey chestnut it's not the greatest it's not the greatest image i I can't get it big enough but i think we're good Mm -hmm. i'll keep the sound off so we don't get uh you know demolished by uh any kind of copyright but yeah so joey chestnut's right there on the Mm -hmm. left hand side you guys who are watching this on uh, vimeo or uh, Amazon, uh, you're getting a real treat fire TV and all that stuff and, uh, check it out. But here we go. So he's, he's only got, you can see the sign. He's only into it like 16, like 15, 16, 16 dogs. 16. So that's two, yeah. Yeah. Two minutes. He had a, like yeah. a, uh, what they call a DPM, a dog per minute ratio of like seven and a half to eight. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and run this. You see, he's eating, he's sucking them down. He's dunking them in the water. And then here comes old dweeb. Yeah. He, he bumps, 17. Boom. Yeah. So those who can't Joe, see this, yeah. Yeah, he just dumps ahead, him down. No, I'm just saying. I mean, guy comes up, does whatever, right? Joey's like, boom, see you later. The other dudes, they're not batting an eye. They're like, oh, get him in, right? Joey's at a stall point. <laughs> Let me catch. This is my catch-up point. Uh, he gassed. It's like, I got the chance, you know? But yeah, dude. And I'm going, like you said, Joey's one of the biggest dudes there. I mean, now Booker, Eric Booker, um, gosh, what's his last name? I'll think of it in a second. Um, the Badlands Booker, Eric, the Badlands Mm -hmm. Booker. He's not there. He did the, uh, the Gatorade or the uh, lemonade, but Joey Chestnut, dude, he does a round the neck, pushes the hips out and then slams old boy and gets right back Mm -hmm. to sucking down Nathan's full length hot dogs and buns. Yeah. Well, oh, he, dude. He wasn't messing around. And you know what? No. Joey has a broken foot. Yeah. He was on, he was on crutches. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's still throwing old boy around. Dude. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, but you're right. I think you're right. It had to have affected his uh, number of hot dogs. As a matter of fact, um, booking.com, I think, gave back all the money who took the over bet. So if you took the over bet, you, you got a real argument there. That would have to throw you off because now – He's already got a bum leg. Mm-hmm. He just had to to kick somebody's butt while he's yeah. in the middle of the contest yeah. early in the game. So they did the mm-hmm. right thing and uh, went ahead and took those uh, bets and uh, covered them and sent the money back. So, but yeah, 63, hey. nowhere near, but he still was 20 ahead of the closest competitor, which is Dude, he's just... unbelievable. Was it? I'm trying to think last year. Mm-hmm. I think the female, I can't remember her name that won. She did like 60 yeah. some dogs. Yeah, it was it was it was a lot. It was a yeah. lot. She broke a record too. It, it might have been two years ago. But anyway, she she did Good. a yeah. lot of hot dogs that she she crushed a lot of those hot dogs too. And I think she broke a record. And she was back again. She won again. I don't know how many she mm-hmm. ate, but she ended up winning again. Um 
Miko. Oh, forgive me, guys. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we, we don't, uh, we don't it was just a great. It's a great event. Me. I tell you what, that George Shea, the announcer, mm-hmm. he he has all those, uh, you know, biblical and Roman uh, references, and he's just the best in the biz, man. 